Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we are reading Ezekiel chapters 24 through 27. On January 15th, during the ninth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, write down today's date because on this very day, the king of Babylon is beginning his attack against Jerusalem. Then give these rebels an illustration with this message from the sovereign Lord. Put a pot on the fire and pour in some water. Fill it with choice pieces of meat, the rump and the shoulder, and all the most tender cuts. Use only the best sheep from the flock and heap fuel on the fire beneath the pot. Bring the pot to a boil and cook the bones along with the meat. Now, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. What sorrow awaits Jerusalem, the city of murderers? She is a cooking pot whose corruption can't be cleaned out. Take the meat out in random order, for no piece is better than another. For the blood of her murderers is smashed, is splashed on the rocks. It isn't even spilled on the ground where the dust could cover it. So I will splash her blood on a rock for all to see, an expression of my anger and vengeance against her. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, what sorrow awaits Jerusalem, the city of murderers. I myself will pile up the fuel beneath her. Yes, heap on the wood, let the fire roar to make the pot boil. Cook the meat with many spices and afterward burn the the bones. Now set the empty pot on the coals, heat it hot, red hot. Burn away the filth and corruption, but it's hopeless. The corruption can't be cleaned out, so throw it into the fire. Your impurity is your lewdness and the corruption of your idolatry. I tried to cleanse you, but you refused. So now you will remain in your filth until my fury against you has been satisfied. I, the Lord, have spoken. The time has come, and I won't hold back. I will not change my mind, and I will have no pity on you. You will be judged on the basis of all your wicked actions, says the Sovereign Lord. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man, with one blow, I will take away your dearest treasure, yet you must not show any sorrow at her death. Do not weep, let there be no tears. Groan silently, but let there be no wailing at her grave. Do not uncover your head or take off your sandals. Do not perform the usual rituals of mourning or accept any food brought to you by consoling friends. So I proclaimed this to the people the next morning, and in the evening my wife died. The next morning I did everything I had been told to do. Then the people asked, What does all this mean? What are you trying to tell us? So I said to them, A message came to me from the Lord, and I was told to give this message to the people of Israel. 
This is what the sovereign Lord says. I will defile my temple, the source of your security and pride. The place where your heart delights in. Your sons and daughters whom you left behind in Judah will be slaughtered by the sword. Then you will do as Ezekiel has done. You will not mourn in public or console yourselves by eating the food brought by friends. Your heads will remain uncovered and your sandals will not be taken off. You will not mourn or weep, but you will waste away because of your sin. You will groan among yourselves for all the evil you have done. Ezekiel is my example for you. You will do just as he has done. And when that time comes, you will know that I am the sovereign Lord. Then the Lord said to me, Son of man, on the day I take away their stronghold, their joy and glory, their heart's desire, their dearest treasure, I will also take away their sons and daughters. And on that day, a survivor from Jerusalem will come to you in Babylon and tell you what has happened. And when he arrives, your voice will suddenly return to you, return so that you can talk to him. And you will be a symbol to these people. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of man, turn and face the land of Amnon and prophesy against its people. Give the Ammonites this message from the Sovereign Lord. Hear the word of the Sovereign Lord, because you cheered when my temple was defiled, mocked Israel in her desolation, and laughed at Judah as she went into exile. I will allow nomads from the eastern deserts to overrun your country. They will set up their camps among you and pitch their tents on your land. They will harvest all your fruit and drink the milk from your livestock. And I will turn the city of Rabbah into a pasture for camels and all the land of the Ammonites into a resting place for sheep and goats. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Because you clapped and danced and cheered with glee at the destruction of my people, I will raise my fist of judgment against you. I will give you as plunder, I will give you as plunder to many nations. I will cut you off from being a nation and completely destroy you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, because the people of Moab have said that Judah is just like all the other nations, I will open up their eastern flank and wipe out their glorious frontier towns. Beth Shemeshoth, Baal Meon, and Kerithram. And I will hand Moab over to the nomads from the eastern lands, just as I handed Amnon. Yes, the Ammonites will no longer be counted among the nations in the same way. I will bring my judgment down on the Moabites. Then they will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The people of Edom have sinned greatly by avenging themselves against the people of Judah. Therefore, says the Sovereign Lord, I will raise my fist in judgment against Edom. I will wipe out its people and animals with the sword. 
I will make a wasteland of everything from Timon to Dedan. I will accomplish this by the hand of my people of Israel. They will carry out my vengeance with anger, and Edom will know that this vengeance is from me. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The people of Philistia have acted against Judah out of bitter revenge and a long-standing contempt. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will raise my fist of judgment against the land of the Philistines. I will wipe out the Caratharites and utterly destroy the people who live by the sea. I will execute terrible vengeance against them to punish them for what they have done. And when I have inflicted my revenge, they will know that I am the Lord. On February 3rd, during the twelfth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man. Tyre has rejoiced over the fall of Jerusalem, saying, Ha! She who was the gateway to be to the rich trade routes to the east has been broken, and I am the heir. Because she has been made desolate, I will become wealthy. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I am your enemy, O Tyre, and I will bring many nations against you like the waves of the sea crashing against your shoreline. They will destroy the walls of Tyre and tear down its towers. I will scrape away its soil and make it a bare rock. It will be just a rock in the sea, a place for fishermen to spread their nets, for I have spoken, says the Sovereign Lord. Tyre will become the prey of many nations, and the mainland villages will be destroyed by the sword. Then they will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. From the north I will bring King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon against Tyre. He is king of kings and brings his horses, chariots, charioteers, and great army. First he will destroy your mainland villages. Then he will attack you by building a siege wall, constructing a ramp, and raising a roof of shields against you. He will pound your walls with battering rams and demolish your towers with sledgehammers. The hooves of his horses will choke the city with dust. And the noise of the charioteers and the chariot wheels will shake your walls as they storm through your broken gates. His horsemen will trample through every street in the city. They will butcher your people and your strong pillars will topple. They will plunder all the riches and merchandise and break down your walls. They will destroy your lovely homes and dump your stones and timbers and even your dust into the sea. I will stop the music of your songs. No more will there be the sound of harps be heard among your people. I will make your island a bare rock, a place for fishermen to spread their nets. You will never be rebuilt, for I, the Lord, have spoken. Yes, the Sovereign Lord has spoken. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to Tyre. The whole coastline will tremble at the sound of your fall as the screams of a wounded echo in the continuing slaughter. 
All the seaport rulers will step down from their thrones and take off their royal robes and beautiful clothing. They will sit on the ground trembling with horror at your destruction. Then they will wail for you, singing this funeral song. O famous island city, once ruler of the sea, how you have been destroyed, your people with their naval power, once spread fear around the world. Now the coastlines, coastlands tremble at your fall. The islands are dismayed as you disappear. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will make Tyre an uninhabited ruin. Like many others, I will bury you beneath the terrible waves of an enemy attack. Great seas will swallow you. I will send you to the pit to join those who descended there long ago. Your city will lie in ruins buried beneath the earth, like those in the pit who have entered the world of the dead. You will have no place of respect here in the land of the living. I will bring you to a terrible end, and you will exist no more. You will be looked for, but you will never be found again. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man, sing a funeral song for Tyre, that mighty gateway to the sea, the trading city of the world. Give Tyre this message from the Sovereign Lord. You boasted, O Tyre, my beauty is perfect. You extended your boundaries into the sea. You, your builders made your beauty perfect. You are like a great ship built of the finest cypress from Sinar. They took a cedar from Lebanon to make a mast for you. They carved your oars from the oaks of Bashan. Your decks of pine from the coast of Cyprus was inlaid with ivory. Your sails were made of Egypt's finest linen. They flew as a banner above you. You stood beneath blue and purple awnings made bright with dyes from the coast of Elisha. Your oarsmen came from Sidon and Arvad. Your helmsmen were skilled men from Tyre itself. Wise old craftsmen from Gibal did the caulking. Ships from every land came with goods to barter for your trade. Men from distant Persia, Lydia, and Libya served in your great army. They hung their shields and helmets on your wall, giving you great honor. Men from Arvad and Hekalath stood on your walls. Your towers were manned by the men of Gabad. Their shields hung on your walls, completing your beauty. Tarshish sent merchants to buy your wares in exchange for silver, iron, tin, and lead. Merchants from Greece, Tubal, and Michmash brought slaves and articles of bronze to trade with you. From Beth Togama came riding horses, chariot horses, and mules, all in exchange for your goods. Merchants came to you from Dedan. Numerous coastlands were your captive markets. They brought payment in ivory tusks and ebony wood. Syria sent merchants to buy your rich variety of goods. They traded turquoise, purple dyes, 
embroidery, fine linen, and jewelry of coral and rubies. Judah and Israel traded for your wares, offering wheat from Mineth, figs, honey, olive oil, and balm. Damascus sent merchants to buy your rich variety of goods, bringing wine from Helbon and white wool from Zaar. Greeks from Uzal came to trade for your merchandise. Wrought iron, cassia, and fragrant calamus were bartered for your wares. Dedan sent merchants to trade their expensive saddle blankets with you. The Arabians and the princes of Kedar sent merchants to trade lambs and rams and male goats in exchange for your goods. The merchants of Seba and Rama came with all kinds of spices, jewels, and gold in exchange for your wares. Haran, Kana, Eden, Sheba, Ashur, Kilmad came with their merchandise too. They bought choice fabrics of trade, blue cloth, embroidery, and multicolored carpets rolled up and bound with cords. The ships of Tarshish were your ocean caravans. Your island warehouse was filled to the brim. But look, you oarsmen, have taken you into stormy seas. A mighty eastern gale has wrecked you in the heart of the sea. Everything is lost, your riches and wares, your sailors and pilots, your shipbuilders and merchants and warriors. On the day of your ruin, everyone on board sinks into the depths of the sea. Your cities by the sea tremble as your pilots cry out in terror. All the oarsmen abandon their ships, and the sailors and pilots stand on the shore. They cry out over you and weep bitterly. They throw dust on their heads and roll in ashes. They shave their heads in grief for you and dress themselves in burlap. They weep for you in bitter anguish and deep mourning as they wail and mourn over you. They sing this sad funeral song. Was there ever a city such as Tyre, now silent at the bottom of the sea? The merchandise you traded satisfied the desires of many nations. Kings at the ends of the earth were enriched by your trade. Now you are a wrecked ship, broken at the bottom of the sea. All your merchandise and crew have gone down with you. All who live along the coastlands are appalled at your terrible fate. Their kings are filled with horror and look on with the twisted faces. The merchants along among the nations shake their heads at the sight of you, for you have come to a horrible end and will exist no more. Here in Ezekiel chapter 27, the Lord's judgment comes against Tyre. And in this chapter, we see this long list of nations and goods and those that were in commerce and and trade with one another. And because of this, Tyre had become extremely wealthy. One might wonder, why would the Lord give this long list of merchants, the nations, and the articles of these different goods that are, are brought to Tyre and sent from Tyre? Well, the reason is that Tyre obviously was very confident in their wealth. 
They were very confident in the fact that their their, um, very vast amount of property and wealth would be able to always save them. And yet they would be destroyed just like the other nations that are mentioned in the readings. Certainly, we should take warning of this. In our own country, we can feel very confident that we have so much, that we are a people of great abundance. And yet that wealth and abundance does not last forever. It might seem like it will never end, just as I'm sure it did for Tyre. And yet their wealth came to an end, and ours can just as easily. So the reminder is for us, do not put our trust in wealth and possessions. Do not put our trust in the the ability to trade and be able to have great riches. Do not put your trust in these things because these will all fade in time. Rather, put our trust in the Lord alone. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.